Shalom everybody. We are continuing with where we left off in Likut Alachot, section Orachayim, Hilchot Nefilat Apayim, the laws of falling on one's face after the Shmonesa prayer, discourse number four, which again is based on Likut Yemoran lesson 24. We are now sum- summing up paragraph number four, and Rav Nosin is really going into amazing details, and what's going to come out of this paragraph is you're going to see that the evil force responsible for you not having joy in doing a mitzvah is called Klipat Haman Amalek which is why on Purim the main goal, the main thrust of all the mitzvot associated with the holiday of Purim which is reading, reciting the Megillah Esther twice then the mitzvot of Matanot Levyonim, Mishloach Manot, the Seuda and getting drunk all of the goal of all this mitzvah is to wipe out this klipa. And when this evil force of Anamalek is blotted out, you are able to do mitzvot with joy. Because, he says here, Rav Nosson is going to say coming up, <clears throat> the main attack of Haman Amalek is in the simcha of doing a mitzvah. And Rav Nosson, what is going to come out of what we're going to see here is there's two things. There's the mitzvah itself and there's the joy in doing the mitzvah. And what the evil forces are after, what Haman Amalek is after, which is what we call the evil forces, <gasps> excuse me, is the joy in doing the mitzvot. To show you how high it is, and that is the goal. And this is the goal of the mitzvah, is the joy in doing the mitzvah. And that's what the evil is after. He'll let you do mitzvot if it's dead, and you're depressed, and you have the wrong mindset. He'll let you do mitzvot, no problem. But to do the mitzvot b'simcha, which is the goal, that he'll do everything to, to stop you from doing that. Look what he says here. V'alken, ikar kitrugo v'itgaruto hu b'asimcha shel ha-mitzvot. Thus, based on what we saw, that if Haman is gematria tzav, which is idolatry, and idolatry is the antithesis of the mitzvot, mitzvah performance is to do mitzvot to serve Hashem, and the klipa in the world of Asiya, which is where we do mitzvot, is idolatry, and that's represented in Haman in his name. It's Gematria 96, Tzav, which is called the idolatry. His main attack is not on the mitzvah itself, but it's on the joy behind the mitzvah. His main attack and his prosecution is to get people away from being happy and doing the mitzvah. That's the key. Because if he has that, he has everything. Because even if a Jew is doing mitzvot, if he's not happy in doing it, it, it won't last. Maybe give him uh, a year, two years, five years, ten years, one generation, but it stopped. He won't be able to continue that fire of Torah performance to the next generation. It's finished. If there's no simcha in serving Hashem, it's over. There's nothing you can leave over that has an eternal effect unless it has simcha in it. Okay? That's, his, that's why his main attack his main prosecution and attack is on getting people not to do the mitzvot besimcha. Ki eno, look at his wording. Rav Nosson's wording is sharp. Ki eno maniach lismoach beshu mitzvah. Klipat ahaman, the filth of the snake, zomatanachash, this evil force, the idolatry, does not allow a person to be happy in any mitzvah. That's, he's got it. If you're not happy, there's, you have nothing. He's like, he won. Mechamat, and why is that? Why, why does he attack? In other words, how does he attack? 
How does he not let people be happy doing the mitzvot? Because he drives them crazy with fa- false ideology. Mechamat shemachnis kfirot shehem ta'amim shel shtut bishvil iskeu lamazem. He gets people crazy and overwhelmed with thoughts of heresy, even though they don't feel it as heresy, it's heretical ideas if it takes a person away from what's behind the mitzvah, which is what? All types of wrong rationalizations and why I'm doing this. Why I'm doing this mitzvah, which is all vain and stupidity for worldly pleasures. Oh, I'm working in orders I should have parnasa, that I should raise my kids and have a family, and doing this, and we should have nachas, and this. person goes crazy with all wrong ideologies, and he's forgetting what's the goal. You're serving Hashem, you're doing the mitzvah. Not for you, not for your worldly pleasure and your worldly benefit. You're serving, you're serving Hashem with this. You're connecting to God. There's no greater bliss than that. And yet, so I'll do everything to get a person sidetracked <clears throat> when doing a mitzvah. It'll drive him nuts. When you're being drive nuts, you should know that's Haman Amalek attacking. Any time of the year. That's why every year we have to re-blot him out on Purim. <laughs> we have to re-blot Haman Amalek with, with the Simcha and the Mitzvah of Purim to activate Simcha for the entire year. There's a beautiful prayer bar of Nosen. It's in his prayers, Likutei Tfilot, Part 2, Prayer 37, where he says that I should be Zochet to draw the Simcha of Purim onto the entire year. That's the goal. Because you won. This is the key. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't allow you to be happy doing the mitzvot because he enters, he entertains a person's mind with heretical ideology of stupid reasonings and rationalizations for worldly pleasures, God forbid. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing Shabbat? It's a time we get together, the family's together. You forget the main thing. And then because you're using worldly reasoning as your thrust and fuel to do the mitzvot, you can never tap into true simcha and doing the mitzvah. <clears throat> because definitely when you're using worldly rationalizations, world reasonings behind doing your mitzvah, giving a reason that of va- vanity to do a mitzvah, for sure Rav Nosen says you have nothing to be happy about. mitzvah, in any mitzvah you do, God forbid. There's a rule. Using this world to explain your mitzvah performance, using this world which is sadness in itself to be the backbone behind your mitzvah performance, of course you can't be happy. You have to detach from this world when doing the mitzvah. The goal of the mitzvah is to connect to Hashem, to leave this world. I'm leaving this world and I'm doing the mitzvah. I'm going, looking elsewhere. I'm going up. Going towards Hashem. Not to look down, okay, I can do this, I can do that, do this, and then that, and then, then you know, be accomplished. I'm learning Torah so that I should have a degree, I should feel accomplished that I finished Shas, I finished this. Using worldly reasonings behind your mitzvah, that's Haman Amalek acting, by the way. For sure you can't be happy, because this world in itself is sadness. Using this world to explain the mitzvah performance. So how could there be happy in, happiness in doing the mitzvah? Happiness is that you know you're connecting to Hashem, period. Period. That's true joy. <coughs> okay, as we mentioned earlier, so he says now, going back to the poem story, and because of his jealousy, his envy of Haman towards Mordechai and the Jewish people, that he saw, Haman saw 
that Mordechai and the Jews are strong so much in their performance of mitzvot, and they do them with such joy, great joy, and with self-sacrifice, with Sirat Nefesh. So he saw that he couldn't stand that. Why are you guys so much running after the mitzvot? It's like you have some, many secular Jews, unfortunately, and the goyim. They, like, they, they mock the Jews. What are you running after? Why so, why so, like, so inflamed and enthralled in the mitzvot? Just leave it alone. Leave Hashem alone. You know what? He has what he has to do. You do your thing. Why are you so running after Hashem? They can't stand that. They can't stand when Jews are happy serving Hashem. They can't stand it. Okay? So that led him to the degree that he was so jealous, envy of the Jews that they have Simcha, so much so that he wanted to take the, the do away with them, to remove them from the, uh, the face of the earth, God forbid. And now, since the essence of the envy is, of the envy and the jealousy is, like we said, in the joy that the Jews perform the mitzvah, Okay, because on the actual mitzvah itself, they could say, God forbid, Many rationalizations that it's out of, you know, proper conduct and etiquette that the Jews do like this and do like that. Chas v'shalom, God forbid to say that. Like other mannerisms and etiquette and, and manners of the, of the Gentiles. Chas v'shalom. So too the Torah gives over these mitzvot as to teaching, God forbid, mannerisms which are found by the Goyim. Chas v'shalom. Okay? So on the mitzvah itself, they can let you do it, but as a goy, the goyish head doing the mitzvot, no simcha though, okay? In other words, Haman would be quiet if he didn't see, if he saw the Jews doing the mitzvot like dead people, then he would be quiet. But because he sees, Aval Machasher, Oim Sheisrael, Mosrim Nafsham al Kiddush Hashem, Besimcha Gdola, Bishel Asiat Mitzvot, but because Haman and the Klipot of Haman and those who, who follow his representation see that the Jewish people do self-sacrifice for the sanctification of Hashem's name with such joy because they're for doing the mitzvot, they're willing to sacrifice themselves to give over their soul self-sacrifice for doing the mitzvot, which is a form of simcha. And he brings a proof to this, Rav Nosin. Kumo shera'inu shera'bi akiva hava gachin וחייך בשעת שדנו אותו לפני טונוס רופוס הרשע ימחשמו. Like for example that we see in the Torah, in the Midrash, which depicts about Rabbi Kiva, that he was cracking up, he was bending over and cracking up, laughing, when he heard the verdict that they're judging him and the trial, the Roman court, before Tunus Rufus, the, the wicked uh, emperor for the Romans, or the king, or whoever was in charge, Yimachshemo, that they sentenced him to death, he was cracking up and laughing. He was laughing, Rabbi Akiva, when he was sentenced to death, because now he's going to be serving Hashem, he's going to die in Kiddush Hashem, and he was so happy to finally get to this. Kamuva Mishle, you can find this story in the Midrash Shochertov on Mishle, chapter 9. 
And not just Rabbi Akiva, many other holy martyrs who sacrificed themselves for the sake of Hashem, which was also common in the time of Haman and the Purim story, and he saw that. Okay. And by extension of the extreme degree of someone actually doing dying on Kiddush Hashem out of joy, there's also any time you do a mitzvah with joy, it's considered a sanctification of Hashem's name. And he says, Rav Nosen, and all Israel, they're holy, who are holy, are happy in doing the mitzvot. And that's the problem. That's what Haman and the evil forces can't stand. They can't stand that the Jews are happy with their part. The goyim and the secular Jews, they want the Jewish people to integrate with society, become modernized, become involved with the world. Why? Because that's everyone else, and that's what's worth investing to. But, they, but they're not happy. But they, they think they're happy, and they think when they reach their goal, they will be happy, but it never happens. Like running after in, a, in an endless circle, running after something and never getting to it, okay? And always thinking you're, you're going to get there. And they can't stand when they see the Jews with tiny things, tzitzit, tefillin, Shabbat, Yom Kippur, Torah study. Go out to the world. No, 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 we're happy with this. We're happy with these seemingly tiny things compared to your physical... Uh, successes and and aspirations and ambitions. We're happy with these tiny things. What? Advance. Don't be so archaic and ancient. You know, advance. No, we're happy with this. They can't stand it. They can't stand when you didn't are happy with these simple archaic ancient mitzvot and they're happy with it. They're happy. I'm happy with that feeling. What do you want with me? I'm so happy. I'm putting on feeling. I get to say Kriyat every morning, I get to daven. I feel so good when I daven, after davening. I feel good when I get to learn some Gemara and some Chumash and some Halacha, to say Tam Tehillim, to, to, to do Tikkun Aklali, to do Itbo Dedu, to get up at midnight, to say Brachot, Morna Fashot, Asher Yatsar, Bikrat HaTorah, Tirkret HaTorah, Shabbos, Yom Kippur, you know, buying food for Shabbos, saying Kiddush, Havdala. I'm happy, I'm good. I'm happy with this. I enjoy it. I'm so happy. They can't stand it. They can't stand when a person is happy with, when a Jew is happy with the mitzvot. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it's on this point of the joy in being a Jew that they are so mitkane haman, who's the aspect of all those who are heretics. More than anything else, it's the simcha of a joy. There's a famous picture from the Holocaust of a Nazi German cutting off the beard of an old Jew and while he's doing it the old Jew is smiling at him <laughs> he's smiling while the Nazi is cutting off his beard like he's showing you haven't subdued me I'm still happy I know you cutting off my beard and eventually what you are going to do to me is all the service of Hashem it's to sanctify Hashem's name and I'm happy that it's a mitzvah through this I'm serving Hashem through you cutting my beard off chas shalom and me accepting it to be the will of Hashem that I'm being attacked because I'm doing a mitzvah and I'm portraying a Jew as the Torah requires within the parameters of Hashem's will, I'm happy. He's smiling at the face of the Nazi while he's cutting off his beard. Okay? Then that's, that's their, they can't stand that, the evil, the people. They can't stand the firm people who are happy in doing mitzvot. Therefore, on Purim, which is a day, a time when Haman Amalek, who represents all of the heretics in the world who are against the joy of the Jewish people in doing mitzvot, is subdued. On Purim is the day of the, sub- of the subduing of this evil force. That's what the whole mitzvot are aimed to do. 
That is why, amazingly, as ikar mitzvah hu That is why the main mitzvah of Purim is joy. All the mitzvot and the main mitzvah of Purim was to be happy. Because this is the main way you subdue is by being happy, as mentioned above. This is the key. And again, the point comes out again and again. Your simcha is the key for everything else. The most important thing you should be aiming for in life, more than anything else, more than even your tshuva and your spiritual accomplishments of Torah study and davening and dvekut and everything you're doing to advance and to work on your midot, on your shmetainai, on your eyes, on your eating habits, on your midot, on your anger, on your humility, more important than anything else, that's what Rav Nosen is telling us here, is the joy. The simcha is your goal. And that's the goal of Purim, that's the goal of life, is to be happy in serving Hashem. What value is it that you're doing fast and self-mortifications and living life as a from Jew if you're not happy? If you're not happy, what is it? You lost the point. That's the key. So you have to stop everything. When we say stop, stop running after other areas in the world of Torah to try to solve your problems. Run after working on simcha more than anything else because that's the key. If you have simcha, you have everything else. And you don't have simcha, everything is under Haman Amalek. He's a, he's, he lets you, Haman lets you do mitzvot. He lets you daven. He lets you to keep Shabbat. But if you're doing it sad, and you're sad because you don't connect to the, 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 the force behind the mitzvah, which is Hashem, that's the sign that you're really connected to Hashem, is if you're happy doing the mitzvot. If you're not happy, that means you're overwhelmed by other things driving you nuts, and you're allowing them to drive you nuts, and that's Haman Amalek, to, to sidetrack you when you're doing a mitzvah, so uh, that's your sign that you're not connected. And if you have that simcha, that's a sign that you're connected.